Hello and good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it may be for you. Welcome to the Other Side of the Bed podcast. It's your girl Ro, of course, and I am coming to you today with a little bit of an issue. So I recorded this episode, you guys, and somehow I have misplaced it and I am devastated um, because I was kind of going off of the top of the dome with it. So um, forgive me if there are any pauses or anything like that, because I'm sure I'm trying to remember what I talked about the first time. But anyway, the title of this episode is a big deal for me um, because it was a turning point For me, it was a freedom for me. It was a hindrance for me. It was a lot of things, but it definitely represented something I didn't know I had until uh, the conversation and situations kind of brought it to the surface. And that would be called daddy issues. So around um, the end of 2018, I had uh, traveled to this specific uh, state and um, was out of town for a little bit. Um, and the night before I think I left, if I remember correctly, I was out with some of the training partners that I was with and um, there was a gentleman I met. And um, <laughs> it's funny because all throughout that trip, y'all, because of where I was, you know, I, I guess I'm assuming, you know, appearance played something, uh, played a role in, you know, the, the smile, I hope I think, or I think is wonderful and the hair and all that kind of stuff. There were different people that had approached me several times throughout that week, but there was just something about this guy. You know what I mean? You know how so many people can approach you and you're just like, oh, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. But then there's that one person. He was that one person. He made me laugh. He was hilarious. He was funny. And so um, he gave me his number. I said, well, I'll take yours. I didn't give him mine. And I was like, hey, I don't live here, but, you know, I'll be leaving tomorrow, yada, yada. Maybe we'll just talk later. Cool beans. Met the dude, left that town that next day. Um, and I guess within a couple of days, I decided to call. Um, this gentleman turned out to be someone completely different from what I thought thought um and we hit it off it was really pretty interesting because there had been a while uh I guess since I had really met someone that I guess that I was really attracted to and was excited about getting to know because you know you meet people it's like oh okay nice to meet you you know that kind of thing but I, I met him and I was like okay this dude yeah he might be different we were having these great conversations of course because it's long distance we were talking you know for a couple of hours and stuff like that and then there was one conversation <laughs> that changed it all. So we're talking and um, we're having a great combo. And the question comes up of children. And he tells me that he has kids and all of the like and admiration I thought I had for this person kind of dwindled. And y'all, I mean, it shifted. It was almost like a light switch had been flipped it was on the light was bright and then all of a sudden it was like gone y'all because for me I have never really this is confession in transparency time I have never really liked dating men with kids and as I got older I preferred not to date men with children um 
I really didn't, but I'll get to why in a little bit. But so, you know, when that happens, I think he could kind of tell that there was a bit of a shift um, because I don't have children and he did. And so we talked and, you know, I was like, oh, okay. I kind of took a step back. I really did. I really kind of took a step back because I was like, bro, this is just not going to work. Because notice I didn't just say a kid. I said kids. Okay. That's an S you hear. So there were multiple. Again, not something I like. And even if I did date a man with one child, I was like, okay, one child is enough. And he had more than one. So anywho, y'all, I have to try to remind myself that at that time I was in a different space and place. And so I give myself the grace for allowing that light switch to flip off because honestly, there were many things about this gentleman, even with all of the stuff that I liked, there were some things that I didn't like. And that's of course with anyone that we meet. No one is perfect, we don't expect them to be. But there was just something that I knew about him that I felt like, okay, maybe this isn't it, you know, because we were so opposite and so different. It's like, maybe he just is the one, but I'm like, oh, well, wait a minute, Lord, maybe I should give it a chance. He does know you. He does love you. Yeah, we have a few different views there. Um, and we did, we had amazing conversations about God, y'all. We really did. And that was something different too. So I am a big time church going girl. Okay. I do believe in collective worship. And although I consider myself spiritual, not religious, I do believe that the relationship with God is the most important. Now, he believed the same, but he was not a church-going person. Not only that, he was raised in Catholicism. And so that was a little different, too. So anyway, I still thought, well, you know, hey, don't let that stop you. It would be different if he didn't believe, right? Okay, so we continued to talk and continued to talk, even though I knew there was something that was really kind of just turned off about, about him because of the kids, you know? And it got to a point where there were things this gentleman would say to me, you guys, that were true and he didn't even know it. Like it was things that I thought or things that I talked to God about. And that's what really kind of made me continue to converse with this individual because I was like, okay, God, goodness, that's you, Lord, because I've said this, but I've never said it out loud, right? So anyway, whew. What I came to realize about this gentleman and what I came to learn to love, okay, that's the killing part, you guys. I I didn't just like him. I really did become to, I really did come to love this individual. I came to love the fact that he was a father, even though that was a thing that initially turned me off um, because I loved the way he loved his kids. I loved the way um, he paid attention to them. I loved the way he took that responsibility seriously. And I began to really admire that as well. But what I learned about myself in that process, and not just about him, but about any man that had kids, is that I was dealing with my own daddy issues and taking it out on men that I either would or wouldn't date. And I didn't realize that. We, he and I ended up having a conversation where I told him, Until this moment, I didn't realize that I never wanted to date men with kids because I had a problem with my own biological father who up until that time had been very much um, inactive in my life. 
it was very sporadic. Um, basically, he and I reconnected when I was about 30, I think. And um, I knew he really wanted a relationship, but I did not. Um, mainly because I felt like, hey, I'm 30, sir. You know, it's 30 years have gone by and kind of get to go. Not only that, God has been so gracious to me that I have... Um, an amazing uh, stepfather that I don't even consider my stepfather. He is my daddy. You know, that's, that's it. I call him dad. He's my dad. He and my mom have been married now 30 plus years and I just, I adore him. And so, you know, when my biological came back into my life, I didn't realize that I still had a lot of pain and anger. I really thought that I was over it. And there was a conversation I'd had at the time. Uh, I was working at a, um, I was working at a fortune 500 company and we sit in these cubicles and we're talking and there was a young lady who sat in front of me Tracy if you ever hear this I continue to talk about you I appreciate you I love you and she stood up and she told me one day we'd already been laughing and joking all day and having a good time and she stood up um, after we'd had conversations about marriage and parents and stuff and she said Renita I am not the most spiritual person she said but the word says to honor thy mother and thy father period she said it doesn't say if they do what they're supposed to do, if they um, are treating you the way that you're supposed to be treated, it just says to honor them. Y'all, I was so mad at her. I said, girl, you better sit down because I don't want to hear that. And I meant it, y'all. I meant it. I was like, girl, please, whatever. Because, you know, she was basically saying, Renita, you're, you're still supposed to honor him even though you don't desire a relationship. You still should honor him. And she was coming from the point of having parents that had been married I guess uh, like 40 plus years, you know, and they've been together for a long time. And, you know, and, and not that, you know, my parents have a bad marriage or anything, goodness no, but I understood what she was saying. But I was like, you know, I do honor my parents, my mom and my daddy, you know, hello. And so it was hard for me to understand or put into, I should say, the same sentence, honor with my biological father, because I didn't feel that he de he deserved it. You know, I, I just didn't feel that he deserved any type of honor because he failed at what he was supposed to do. You know, so anywho, I had taken that out on me. And, and again, until that conversation with that gentleman and us talking about it and me saying, hey, like it, the, it literally just dawned on me, you know, like, boom, just like the light switch went off, it came back on and I recognized what was in me and how it was hindering anyone that I could have met or anyone that I was, you know, that God intended for me to meet um, that I may have denied because of how I was feeling um, or because of unaddressed feelings that I had for my own biological father. And so those daddy issues really came to a head. And it's funny, y'all, because I had been in communication with my biological father. So I'm, like I said, we reconnected at 30, you know, and I was really kind of talking just to be nice. You know what I mean? I'm telling the truth now, y'all. Talking just to be nice. I didn't really want to be bothered, but I, I was like, let me be mindful. You know, especially after that conversation with Tracy. You know, I was like, help me, Lord, to try to honor. And I was like, Jesus, please. And then it, it, it took several, um, several years before I could get to that point where I could actually talk to him and it not be, um, I guess, fake. And it not be me doing it just to do it. And I got to the point, too, where I was able to finally tell him, you know, hey, I forgive you. I forgive your wife. I forgive you guys for not 
um, fulfilling the duty I thought you were supposed to feel. Like, I've let it go. Please do. And it took me some time, y'all. I think I was about 35 or so when I finally did that. And it still takes some conversations, you guys. It really does. It still takes some patience. It still takes a process of, Lord, help me to forgive him. Help me to continue to forgive him. Help me to just be nice and be cordial and and um, give the honor, you know, where, where it's due and it's hard. And one of the things I had to tell him recently was, you've got to forgive yourself. I said, but you also have to understand that I only desire a certain type of relationship. Like we're, I'm not trying to rekindle 38 years. I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, and, and I said, I can appreciate that you desire that, but I don't want that. But anyway, um, that's a whole nother podcast episode, but, but I, I say all that to say, had it not been for my encounter with that gentleman and, and us allowing ourselves to be honest with one another about our feelings, because we had great communication. We really did. Uh, it just wasn't meant to be. Uh, he's a great guy. He just wasn't the great guy for me. So we did end after a while, but, um, I'll never forget that y'all. I'll never forget how important it was for me to come to terms with myself and recognize how my daddy issues were weighing in on my romantic relationships um, and why I never desired and never wanted to date a man with kids, never wanted to deal with a baby mama, never wanted to deal with somebody else's kids, even though I think it's, it's great to love them. And keep in mind now, remember I said I have a stepfather. So I know personally how it feels, but I still was like, okay, God, I have made a decision not to have children out of wedlock or have children, um, you know, in, in any capacity without a husband, you know, God, I desire the same and I want the same. And there's nothing wrong with that for anyone that does feel that way. And I, I just, I think I, I kind of wondered, Lord, okay, is it a ministry that you want me to go into as a wife to be a stepmother? You know, is that what you desire for me? Because I have experience. I have the background. I know what it is to be uh, a quote unquote, and I hate to use this old term, an outside child, um, you know, but I have a, an understanding for it. I have a patience for it and all of that. And, and, and I've actually been able to um, talk to other young ladies about it while I was still hurting and not even knowing. You know, I have a couple of cousins that are in that situation. They have stepfathers where their biological fathers aren't doing what they're supposed to do. And, you know, it was so important to me to share with them, hey, you got to heal, baby girl, so that you don't carry these things into your 20s and into your 30s like I did, thinking you were good and, and you really weren't. So... It's important for us to address all kinds of issues, but I am so grateful that I was able to address my daddy issues. And it was so crazy to me that it came through, you know, um, a relationship or a connection with someone uh, that was so different from me, someone that I probably never would have given a second chance to had I not allowed myself to be as open uh, as I thought I was. <laughs> and, and that really opened me up to a lot of things, some good and some bad, y'all. That's a whole nother story, though. But I, I thank God for it because it really allowed me to address my daddy issues um, and for me to be grateful even more for my um, my mom's husband, my dad, um, and most of all, my heavenly father. And I am so grateful. And that's probably, too, like I told him another reason, my biological father, I told him, you know, that I am well taken care of. 
by God first and foremost and then by the man he allowed to come into my mother's life when I was five that has treated me like his own child. My daddy has always said, I don't see you any differently than I do my other two because he had a daughter from his first marriage. My mother had me and then they got together and they had my little sister. And so, you know, I'm grateful that I didn't have a stepfather that was abusive or condescending or ignorant. He's just been a good man all around, an amazing man. And I am so grateful for that. So daddy, if you ever hear this, I love you and I thank you so much. Um, and I do I even thank my biological father for what he didn't do because it, it has made me be a better woman. It has made me learn so many lessons that I don't think that I would have ever been able to learn um, because I did have to learn to love myself when I felt that I wasn't being loved. I had to learn to forgive. And that is a constant process. It really is, you guys. I had to learn to forgive. I had to learn to communicate. And I had to learn to be honest about my feelings and so many other things. But daddy issues, you can either let them infect you and infect everything around you, or you can reflect on them and you can respond to them instead of react and allow yourself to heal the way you desperately need to heal before you try to pursue any kind of a relationship. And I think so many of us fail to do that. We're so desperate to get into relationships that we are not allowing God to do the things within us that he wants to do while we're single. And that's so important. So what issues are you not addressing? Do you have daddy issues? Do you have mommy issues? Do you have romantic issues, relationship issues, whatever it may be that needs to be addressed so that you can be whole and healthy as opposed to trying to get with somebody and you got every kind of issue going on that you hadn't addressed. Now, this is not to say that you're not going to have things that come up or, um, things that you need to deal with because you're constantly growing as a person. Things are constantly happening to us. You know, we're changing, we're adjusting. So that's not to say, excuse me, that we're still not going to be dealing with things or have some things go on when we meet someone. It's just, let's begin the healing process um, while you're still single. So that, you know, I, I can't remember the quote, which I thought was so good. It was something about, I think, being made or something like glass, you guys. And it said, um, I think it was like, I, I, I'm glass right now. And when I break, I don't want to cut you or something like that. It, it was a really good quote. I can't remember it. So forgive me for not saying it correctly. I'm sure I said it wrong. But basically you have this opportunity to heal and get yourself together without hurting someone else and so many of us don't do that please don't allow your desire for a spouse to turn into desperation because that can lead you down a road that you will have a hell of a time trying to get out of trying to get off of and trying to change my god and it's just not worth what god is trying to give you it's, it's really not don't don't delay it anymore uh, don't allow your your present and, and current um, sometimes frustrations and, you know, anxious thoughts and all of that um, to deter what God has for you. So anyway, I'm grateful for my daddy issues because they have made me a healthier daughter, a healthier woman, a healthier servant, uh, a healthier sister, a healthier aunt, um, a healthier woman of God a healthier wife, and a healthier mother. For when those times come, I'll be able to say, hey, I dealt with that. Uh, 
I addressed it. I gave it the attention it needed so that I could heal and be what you need for me to be right now. So anyway, you guys, address the issues you need to address. I know it's ugly. I know it hurts. I know you may not want to think about what they didn't do and what they were supposed to do because you're the child and they're the parent, but forgive them. Sometimes we have to forgive our parents for the things they just didn't do. Sometimes they knew, sometimes they didn't know. Whatever the case may be, sometimes you just need to go ahead, put it out there, and forgive them, you guys. Because there are a lot of things our parents didn't know. I mean, seriously. And let me throw in another kicker, y'all. I learned that my biological father had a stepfather. So, uh uh-huh, that plot thickens. So, he had a biological father that was also not in his life. But get this, he always told my mom, I'll never do this, and I'll never do that. I'll never not be there for my child. And he turned out to be exactly like his biological father. So that's a whole nother story, y'all. And, you know, and when he told me about that, I was like, wow. So he had his own daddy issues, okay? Now, come on now. That's the layers to some cake, y'all. And that sugar ain't sweet, okay? So anyway... He had some stuff to deal with. So it it has required me to be patient with him. It really did. Um, And it's a continued patience. Excuse me. It's a continued understanding. It is, you guys. It is. And it's so important um, because I want to do what the Lord desires of me in everything and in every relationship and in every way. And in a lot of them, I have messed up. But, you know, when he shows you you allow him to do that that molding that he so desires to make you into a better person so anyway I hope this helps somebody I hope you can address your daddy issues so that you can move on and into the greater things God has in store for you so don't give up hope you guys it can change it will change you will change and things will get better so have an amazing rest of your day your evening all of that good stuff and we hope you enjoy talk to you later guys bye-bye